All right. Live, live. Cool. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. It's winter again. Yeah, it's freaking snowy today. Huh? Probably snowed like two, three inches last night. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. um, yeah, it's a night. It's still like sunny and nice out. Mm-hmm. So it's not that cold, really. It melts off the roads by the afternoon. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, not bad. I went. I was traveling at like seven a.m. and it was fine, really. So uh, we had my, my daughter didn't have school, so oh sweet. We slept in a day off. It's awesome. Sorry, right. yeah. that's the best. What are we drinking today? Snow Angel. Snow Angel. Yeah, I got tons of it. We're probably approaching the end of the season, although you're stocked up for the apocalypse. Pretty much, pretty much. I don't drink it that fast. So, yeah. so I that's just, the thing. I'm a Snow Angel crackhead, so... I'll, I usually get two to three bags, and then I have like that, like, I just, it lasts forever. Right. I think it's a... Snow Angel just straight, too. Nothing extra. Just the goodness. Originally, I believe I had it with Irish butter, but then like straight is still just as. Good. Oh, it's amazing! Just yeah. as good. Mm-hmm. There's it just brings different things to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yesterday I had um, had some of that Catalina's Thunder Kiss mm-hmm. with cacao, Irish butter, and two shots. Nice, and nice. It was awesome. Damn, that sounds good. That was really good. I've been mm. sipping on Cafe Bastello. Recently, oh, right on. For that, yeah, yeah. I mean, mainline, not mainlining it, but I have a nice bold espresso in the morning, mm-hmm. and then if I need, like, in the, you know, tired in the afternoon or you know, need a little nice warm pick me up, then I'll have another one. But oh. I'm kicking on that espresso. Uh, Cafe Pastello is impressive for a like instant coffee, yeah. yeah. It's it, it was a wonderful find, quick, cheap little deal, yeah. I like it a lot. And I was reading just like about it, just like as a company, and there's like. Mm-hmm. People who just want cheap, strong ass coffee, so, like that's what we do. You don't like make it too insane or anything. It's just well, it's good. It hits you. Yeah, it's all right. And like with the packs that you gave me in Iceland, like all that stuff, like perfect. Yeah. Now you know. But yeah, it's it a thing. as well. Yeah. How many? How many people mix it with uh, Maxim now? Yeah. Korean that's, coffee. That's with, the mixture. That's that's the that's stuff, the secret. Dude. Yeah. That's the travel hack right there. I did that um when I was traveling. I think going to Athens. On Sunday, I did I did like the the canoe mm-hmm. and and the cafe Bastello and yeah, yeah. put it all together. It was, it was amazing. I'm sure, you're on like another wavelength. Oh yeah, yeah. I was definitely um I was listening to I was listening to a podcast. Um, some dude was interviewing uh, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. So I was in another world. <laughs> yeah, because. I love Tyson how he just whispers. Yeah, yeah. He whispers. Have you listened to Mike Tyson's podcast? No, I haven't. I keep meaning listen to hot boxing and like I keep not doing it and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. I didn't do it. That like um Israel Adesanya's podcast is pretty cool. Is it cool? Yeah. Alice Adesanya's out there, dude. Yeah. So he's just kind of a goofy dude, so Yeah, I love people like that. He's out there and he can fight. Like that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> we love those kind of folk. Yeah, that's those are our people. Yeah. That's what that's what we are. So <laughs> yeah, I was thinking this week, like, I was having, like, not, like, a bad week, but, like, uh, it's hard to, like, I was, like, under, uh, duress and from, like, at the outside, like, people were kind of, like, barraging <laughs> here and there and, like, uh, with different things and I felt, like, overwhelmed. Everyone coming at you. Yeah, yeah, so it was uh. just kind of, like, I felt overwhelmed on, like, a different front. On a lot of different fronts, uh, um, but 
You're playing a uh, missile command. Yeah. You can step yeah. The missiles. Yeah. 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 That's a really good analogy to it because like that's exactly kind of how I was like, oh fuck, like you know, it's like yeah. picking things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like kind of having trouble like keeping my head above water, you know. So mm-hmm. um, took a little time to meditate and hang out and watch Killzone, you know. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> even though I kind of hinted at the ending for you, it was still a shock. So kind yeah. of a surprise. Yeah, I, I really didn't really see that coming at all. No. Even though you kind of like told me and stuff, like uh, you told me the premise, I could have guessed, but like not quite. Yeah. Uh, um, but like relating it back to like my week, uh, just like making choices, right? Yeah. Like the, we were talking about last yes. episode about making yeah. choices. Yeah. I watched the movies, yeah. I'm making choices. My week, I'm making yeah. choices. Yeah. Uh, and it immediately kind of reflects and recycles. So like I was kind of mm. thinking about like. And kind of had to like reanalyze all my choices. I was like, okay, you're you're not hydrating enough. You're not sleeping enough. You're not. <clears throat> you're having too much caffeine. Blah blah. blah. Like I was kind of like, like, and you start kind of breaking it down yeah. to small stuff. Yeah. Of you know, not just you know, and start looking at your own choices. Right. So it's just like this is. This reminds me of what we should talk about today. Uh-huh. Life is still fair. Life is still fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a little continuation because uh-huh. of the movie and stuff. Because you got to react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and just like. Um, I was telling Brooke about um, this is just like such a like a very extreme example of that. Obviously, like yeah. everyone's fucking dying. Everyone's it's, like dying in extreme fashion. It's the action packed like, version. Yeah, yes. everyone's having like crazy kick fights, kicking people off buildings and shit, and like mm. throwing people all over the place. Like and they're chasing that dude. Right. Yeah. So that's obviously like. Uh, so there's like Michael Bay level like Hollywood type shit, and there's a then there's like kung fu movie Hollywood shit. You know? What I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. There's it's a whole far other above. realm of just insanity. Yeah, because Michael Bay is just explosions, yeah. and car chases, which and is cool. That's very in right now, but like yeah. back then, like back. The, the very like dramatic quick fight scenes into like some type of dramatic like hanging on by a cliff, you know, or like yeah. hanging on by a finger. Yeah, because I'm yeah. Keep in mind, Killzone's 2005. Yeah, so yeah. it's a kung fu it's a kung fu cop drama with a really great plot. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Did you watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff? I didn't get to watch all of it. I watched all of it. Not a right. ton, though. Because, um, like, with the fight scenes and stuff, like, that one in the alley? Yeah. Like, where um, Ma, like, before, mm-hmm. he goes up to, to meet um, Wong Po, right? That was added on later. They ran out of money. Okay. And then Donnie Yen was like, it needs, needs, another, it needs another fight scene. Yeah. I need to do it. And so he's like, the reason it's in an alley is because alleys are cheap. <laughs> I, I, I came up with as much money as I could, and alleys are really inexpensive. We did that in a we did that in a, like a week. Uh, it just took a few days, and it was just him and that. Like, and most of that was improvised. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily choreographed. They're right. just like, I have a stick, you have a knife. I think I should have a stick because I'm a cop, and you of course have the knife. And okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. It was such a cool scene. That was a scene. great scene. Yeah. That dude was nuts too. Mm-hmm. Just just really nonchalant walking by to strip <clears throat> slaughtering folk. Like Yeah, and the thing about him is he's never played a villain before. That was his weird first way. villain. Which was It's like kinda good that way. Oh, it's yeah. like the virgin villain yeah. really digs into like the darkness and shit. He was like yeah. kinda smiling and cutting people up and shit. So. Yeah, he was nuts. Yeah. But uh yeah, he had like Donnie Yen created like a whole history for him that he mm-hmm. wanted to have in the film but they didn't have the budget. Right. And that, that so, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, I would watch a movie about him alone. Like, oh, <laughs> that's cool, man. But I can't, also I can't remember his name, but the thing I love about like Kung Fu Cop dramas, Kung Fu movies in general. Mm-hmm. But just like those types of martial arts, is like there was like Wong Po, like he's kind of a fat guy. 
Yeah. Samo Hung, dude. Yeah. Do you know who Samo Hung is? Uh-uh. He's a comedic actor. Mm. Like he he grew up with Jackie Chan. They went to school okay. together, and they kind of um, came up together. And yeah. Got, like he, so he's the old school yeah, like yeah. famous, but he's a he's a super good actor and martial artist yeah, and just yeah. fight scene guy, right. right? He like invented helped invent the whole genre. Yeah. And he's but he's never played a villain. He always does comedic roles, uh-huh. and he always does like you know, he's the he's the hero, and he just does all kinds of stuff. I and like he was a in, flip, a comedic flip, or like a non. Mm-hmm. But and flip. he was also in a um, a show with Arsenio Hall called Martial Law. Okay. Long ago, which is a really cool show. He used to make jokes about, I'm not out of shape, I'm just fat. And then he would beat a bunch of people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so for him, that was a 100% 180. Okay. Yeah. And so it was like the fact that he played such a great villain, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, what an awesome villain. So, like, it's almost like I listen to a bunch of like comedy podcasts and shit. And like, they're, they're always like super self deprecating and blah, blah, blah. They're like, it's almost like the villain and the comedian are very parallel, yeah, yeah. like, are very close just because, like, not that every comedian's a degenerate, but there's like a semi, like, there's uh, like, yeah, you know, stigma that. with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's funny. But there was like, I like but the, they can play the best villains, I think. Yeah. They I mean, dig into the darkness, they have the darkness. They have right the darkness, there. yeah, it's there. And it's, the comedy can be dark. Because so. comedy is dark as fuck. Yeah, you gotta have me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, no, that was the that was the big deal about that film. Is Sammo was kind of he'd sort of been in semi retirement for a while, mm-hmm. and he was getting back in the game. And that was with that. And the director um, tossed this at him. He's like, "Yeah." He was probably like, "Fuck it, that sounds dope. That's gonna be fun." Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But he was such a good villain. I was, but that's the thing too. Like, kind of a fat guy. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. But I love when fat guys beat the shit out of people like <laughs> in spectacular athletic mm-hmm. fashion you know yeah and that's him like there's no stunt double action no, going no. on he can do all that yeah, they're moving too even like, at his age that's the yeah, thing I always forget about like movies like that is like the speed yeah like, that's the fun part and I, I, I kind of forgot because I'm so grappling heavy and like John Wick is slower because of the grappling it's like yeah, you know, slows it down and they lot. like they yeah. show it with the cin- cinematography and all that crap um but, but with that, it was like very like flash, like ah, you know. Yeah, because it was. And, and it blah, had blah. a little bit of the MMA and grappling yeah. in it. Yeah, they did when he was doing triangles and. It was like, hit him with the triangle, triangle. arm bars, and, and yeah. slammed at it. And yeah, shit. you get thrown across the room and shit. I know, but it was. Oh, um, let me teach you. <laughs> the cool, well, here's the cool thing about it is um, he doesn't really go into this, but if you compare that to say Flashpoint, mm-hmm. and if you watch like I've just recently got all the behind the scenes stuff on all this, so I've been binging it. Yeah, but um. It's almost like a transitional phase. He couldn't. A. He was just learning it, mm-hmm. and so like you, if you watch the behind, if you watch the movie commentary, it's Donnie Yen talking about how much he fucked it up. He's like, "Why did I cross my feet? Why did oh I did that wrong?" Yeah. He's like, "It looks cool," but he was like, "I hadn't learned all of it yet," and it's it's a transitional thing, and people aren't used to seeing it. Yeah, I so like you, that. You had to kind of have both. Yeah. Yeah. But then also think about then, like most people don't know what they're looking at. Uh-uh. Now but they would see that. Now like, oh, his feet are crossed. But like now I look back, I was like, oh shit, an homage to grappling early, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, way early on. Because that was, I mean, that, that kind of MMA and shit was obviously kicking off and hot. But I like, mean, it but wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like jujitsu, it wasn't like a house. It wasn't thing. mainstream yet. It yeah. was like for us, it was. Right, right. And we even, knew what it even, was, but even then it wasn't. It was even like, now, it's not like mainstream, mainstream. It's getting there. It's, it's getting there. It's like fucking B League mainstream. Yeah, <laughs> it's, getting it's, it's getting known. Which I'm happy about. I'm happy about, but I'm sad about. There's like, a life cycle. Like, which, like, I remember when, um, when, especially when Zufa sold the UFC, Rich Franklin said something very poignant, is that there will never be another regular person 
in the in the UFC. Yeah, because yeah. he was a math teacher that yeah, never got to that's... be a fighter, or like Forrest Griffin was just like, "Fuck it, I enjoy this." You know, like yeah. they were regular guys who became champions. Right. That's and very true. Then now it's it's freak ass athletes. Best. Like you know, did you see the dance off between Asanya and Romero? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen their dance off? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, you know, Romero doing like backflip to splits and shit. That whole like just random back handspring deal. In fact, it wasn't even like warmed up, really. Like no, just standing there, just doing it. Now keep in mind, Romero's 44, 45 yeah. years old. Yeah. Had jeans on. Had jeans on. <laughs> Is a, a short guy, but fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and so like that's a, uh, yeah, that's the game. Yeah. <laughs> and but <laughs> Romero's like. People like here think he like is a freak athlete. He is a freak athlete, but he's like everyone in Cuba looks like. Me. Yeah. He's like hey, <laughs> cab drivers look like me. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's very funny. But I'm like, I want to go to Cuba. I need yeah. to eat that food. And yeah, see, I'm gonna drink that coffee. That coffee, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard about um, Matt Brown talks about training boxing in Cuba and how just like basic their facilities are. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of a dump, but everyone's badass. Yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> It's about like Muay Thai gyms. They're fucking like tires and like yeah, it is. a shitty ring and like pads that are like yeah, just beat their beat shit. Up, yeah. Like, like you don't need anything cool. You just yeah. need to know what you're doing. That's the thing. Like yeah. that's a very like Americanized like idea of a gym and like a training and like MMA training. Now yeah. that's the also another thing of like the life cycle of things. Like now MMA training is like you know fucking lavish and like high level it's kind shit. Of- it's it gotten, isn't, it's it gotten isn't. smarter, yeah. it's, it's, but it's also That's, gotten less gritty. Yeah, there's it's of where it goes up. Like. Yeah, where it used to be. Well, not sometimes it doesn't. I'm waiting for yeah, it yeah, to. Yeah. There, there are certain drop offs. Like if you, I mean, if you look at boxing, mm-hmm. boxing training used to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. It died. Like it used to be like all a lot of my cool shit is boxing training from the 20s and 30s. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is old is new again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still it's good. Still, it, it's always been good. It just, you got fooled by the flash. Yeah. You know, and uh, like, I remember this one champion boxer. I can't remember his name, and I probably shouldn't say it because I'm going to diss him. Um, but I was watching, I love to watch the lead up to fights, you know. Mm-hmm. I love I love behind the scenes stuff and all the, you know, 24-7s and showtime behind whatever, you know, all that stuff. But he had... um. He did, his strength conditioning wasn't wasn't good, so he discovered he discovered CrossFit and hired a CrossFit trainer for boxing. Right. And I'm like, that makes no sense. I don't follow the Flash or whatever. Like, like, I mean, yeah, you're gonna be in a lot better shape if you hadn't had any proper conditioning. But then, a, you're a fucking millionaire and you're a champion, and like, yeah. you didn't do anything right. Yeah. Damn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. But then I'm like. That was the wrong choice, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be better, but that's not that's uh. <laughs> and so yeah. I don't know. Is life fair? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the thing with like mm. with CrossFit and things like that. Like it takes. It's well, great in its own right. It's its own it's thing. Its own thing. Yeah. yeah. Let it be that. And if it? you're out of shape, it'll get your ass in shape. Yeah. For sure, you, know you get stronger, you get whatever. Like, yeah, but but it's there's sort of a yeah. I don't mean, expect yeah, like tremendous crossover to jujitsu or tremendous crossover to boxing. Like, uh, well, people think because they're in shape, there's a crossover, mm-hmm. and they think that their choice was correct because oh, I'm stronger than that guy, or oh, I could last. 
and then you meet someone real. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, pick that apart. You're like, well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired, and there's 14 minutes it's, left. <laughs> oh, damn. Why is, he, why is he smiling as he holds me down? He's yeah. not even sweating. Oh, jeez. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a hard thing to tell people. Mm-hmm. To that there's not as much crossover as you want there to be. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, it just isn't. Like, just, it's, it's not there. No matter how much stuff you toss at me, like, your information's being mis- mis- misused. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's an interesting bit of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you convince someone that their good choices aren't good for everything, or that their bad choices even exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like... Um, the other thing with uh, Killzone, yeah, the obviously like the implementation of grappling was cool, but like just the insanity of the striking and things when like the that. Nuts. So fu- like almost yeah. comic because like I was just like smiling during fight scenes. Like, this is it's great. It's so like, great, isn't it? Just, yeah, because that's what it's own. It's what it's for. It's just purely enjoyment. Yeah, you know, it's not absolutely because that and that's really like. What it was put in for it yeah. was this is too much of a dramatic movie. Uh, it needs to be. You got some action in it, right? Uh, and it, it is just enjoyable, right? And it wasn't like over peppered with it. You know, it's not like mm. <clears throat> excessive. No, just enough. Yeah, and that's that's that like was the part of the beauty of it. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I needs one more, and then like it needs to be a very kind of important one because there's like symbolism, but behind yeah. each one, because mm-hmm. yeah, every time something happens to somebody or somebody dies or whatever, yeah. it matters. So it, it mattered. Yeah, it's not just like a random fight. Like, but Donnie and talks about that a lot too is he was yes if you look at the credits he's credited as the action director mm. and literally what that means is he takes over the set the director of the film sits back and watches mm-hmm. and Donnie Yen takes over the entire set for those scenes and he consults with the director about this has to matter mm-hmm. this isn't just a fight scene it has to go with the, fl- the flow of the movie and the mood of it and at this point in the movie the fight needs to be this way because it has to mean something. Right. Which is why Donnie and fights are so good. Yeah. yeah. Is because they're they're characters in the film. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I gotta go wipe my nose. Go for it. Ah, uh, cold weather, man. I know. Crushing. February in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> That's what we get. Kill Zone, phenomenal movie. Um, you definitely need the subtitles unless you speak the language. I think it's Korean. Is it Korean? Or is it... What is no, it? no, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, okay. Hong Kong. And um, being that it was made after the handover, they have a funny loophole that they tried to do. Of um, I don't know if you noticed, but it said it took place in like 1995 or something. Mm-hmm. They, they do that for a reason. Okay. <laughs> because um, Hong Kong before 97 was free and independent and not part of a communist country. Yeah. And China keeps ramping up these weird-ass restrictions on how police officers can be betrayed, portrayed and what you can do and certain things. And so um, oftentimes you'll see a kung fu cop drama from Hong Kong very blatantly say, this is 1996. Just to like just so they can <laughs> just so they can do cool shit and have like evil cops that do bad things yeah, yeah. that and have people die and you know and not piss off uh, not piss off the um, you know not not piss off the the government right and just be like oh, it was a different time you know? <laughs> yeah which is a really weird thing and everyone sort of tiptoes around that yeah that's weird because Hong Kongers they um. 
this is what I've been told and what I know from people that are Chinese and live in Hong Kong or from the mainland and go back and forth. I've had discussions with people about this. They love having an identity. They, uh, they, Hong Kong is a very, um, it's 70% foreigners. Mm. Like everyone speaks whatever. Yeah. You can speak Cantonese and everything else down there. And you can just get around with English. You're fine. You know, and, um, they like they liked going back to China for the fact that it gave them an identity mm-hmm. of people from the Chinese. Yeah, and they're like, cool, we're Chinese, but then they're like, fuck, it's communist. We don't lose all our rights. Right, like this sucks, and so it's a weird it's a weird ass dichotomy. But I can't talk anymore. <laughs> brain damage. It's a weird ass dichotomy of um, of nationalism and pride mixed with. Well, fuck. Um, it's with like sort of fear, really. Right, right. And you see all the protests happening right now. Mm-hmm. They have guerrilla protesting. They'll show up. They'll protest for like ten minutes and then disappear. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool shit. But um, that's why is they like most people really like. I mean, in the states we don't really have that mm-hmm. as much. Right, Are we American? Right. I mean, North American. I get real weird about that. I very rarely say American. I say U.S. or states, because okay. like it's North American, South American guys. Um, yeah, yeah. But we don't have um, almost like a race pride mm-hmm. of like when you're Chinese, like dude, that's they have the same amount of pride in their country that we do in ours, mm-hmm. absolute same level, mm-hmm. which is actually can be very cool. Yeah, and make for a great soccer match. I almost got killed once after the U.S. Um, women, I think, beat China, and I wore my USA shirt to school and told everyone to fuck off. We won, <laughs> and that was hilarious. I got tail. I got followed by someone at the grocery yeah, store. Like, some homeless get this dude. Oh, it was funny, man. No, no one's violent there. At least when I was there. Just give me but a stink guy. They get on. They get on your shit, man. It's really yeah, funny. But um, but um, we don't have that mm-hmm. now. And if we do, it's like. Fucking white racist shit. Yeah, or you know just like, I don't know. I feel like just like when it comes to like sports <clears throat> shit like that, it's just like it's mayhem either way. Mm-hmm. Like you're just gonna burn well, some sport, shit. <laughs> sports, sports is quite of the, the weird representation of it, but we don't we don't have a five thousand year old history to pull from. Yeah, in the United yeah. States, all of us have to go way. to our ancestry from another country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. whereas in China. Literally, damn near six thousand year old culture, mm-hmm. continuous culture, mm-hmm. like, and so it's 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 a weird thing. But that's why the there if you watch a, a good Hong Kong film like that, you're gonna see hints of different things. Yeah, mm. get a little refill. Thanks, sir. I love the way this sounds angel. when I edit. Actually, a snow angel it sounds like angel's wings. It does. <laughs> it's beautiful. But yeah, life is fair, and that's a very extreme representation. of It is a very extreme. Movie. Everyone had a, a, a proper consequence almost for what they did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you like how everyone kind of had like a little resolution moment before they died. Right. Yeah. Everyone kind of had their moment. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> they all, it was some of it was very blatant. Like five seconds before you die. You get to talk to your daughter for the last time. Right. And then you're stabbed. And you're like, well, shit. I need to open the gift. Before yeah. I die. Oh. And it's so good. Yeah. You know, and I was like, it was, it you was know what? great. I'm glad that happened. You know, hmm? A little satisfaction with it. Yeah. And it's very satisfying, but it's 
you know, a cool, like, blatant movie way to put it in. But then it makes you think about it. Yeah. Like, but then, like, also, that's kind of like, semi-honorable that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, gave, it, gives, it like, gives everyone... Cat, cat two in the head and fucking yeah. know, step over him and shit. It, <laughs> it gave everyone a little bit of honor yeah. to die with. Yeah. Which is also a really cool storytelling thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave you a little bit of empathy for these guys who weren't necessarily the best. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's not just like henchman number one. It's like he has a story and he's done some things and he's mm-hmm. not feeling great about it and still he's got to eat some shit about it. So. Yeah. yeah, he's got to get kicked in the face for it. So, yeah. um. but the balance of it is it was very neat. But now you see what I mean by balance mm-hmm. of yeah. yeah, that's a very Chinese concept. It's almost like. You know, we would in, in the states we call it the world's black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, of you get as much good as you get bad, you get as much bad as you get good. If that how it, that's how it plays out. That's uh, like almost I think weirdly how like some most of my like anxiety stems from something like that though. It's just like mm-hmm. like oh I like jaywalked, gonna get kicked this in the shit's face. Gonna for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like gonna get kicked in the actually, face for that. Like I actually do that too. <laughs> Like, that's coming back somewhere. Damn it! Yeah, I'm like oh, that's gonna shit. hurt. Or like I get, I'll get nailed and like break a rib or something, and be like, I deserve that. Yeah, yeah, I deserve that. Like, then I'll be like, yeah, yeah, like, I'll like stub my fucking toe or like jam something. I was like, ah, oh, it's because I stepped on that ant. Yeah, on accident. Fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'll like call back a moment or just like make up something. Like, oh, it's because I broke a plate the other day. Like, <laughs> that was really like goofy ass neurotic. Yeah. You know. Like but, when um. I hurt my toe. I was talking about a few weeks ago, and I ruptured a tendon, one of mm. the main like um, uh, dorsiflexor tendons in my big toe, the big one on top. And see, it's coming back now. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to stick out again. I see the space though. But see right here. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the other one. Yeah. See, that's oh, supposed yeah. to look like that, and look how yeah. flattened out it is right now. It's, it's fucked. Angry. <laughs> yeah. It's not nearly as bad as it was. I can lift my toe up again, mm-hmm. and so it should unstick. How that happened? Um, dude stepped on my foot. That was it. That was it. And that's what happened. That's what Jesus happened. Christ. Which means it was gonna happen anyway. My right. feet have been destroyed. Yeah. Like, uh, I, was doing, so, I was doing pipes the other day. And oh, someone yeah. was like, oh, that just hurts my ankles. I was like, this saved my ankles. Saved them, buddy. I'm like, this hurts. Like, dude, you need to fucking do you it. Do it like, all the time. He was yeah. like, damn, it looks insane. I'm like, yeah, my feet feel amazing. Yeah, like, strong as fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, that's just from kicking shit, you know, most of my life. I flattened all these it's tendons. Breaking out, it down, yeah. And it's been fucked up. And so it was gonna happen anyway. And so, like, but see, it's starting to come back. You look at it from the side. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to stick back up. And but it, compared to the other one, compared yeah. Compared to the other one, it's freaky. Yeah. Like, it's not there. <laughs> For any, if anyone listening, like, the dorsiflexion, like, those tendons that run up your big toe. You on pull, the top of your foot. Yeah, yeah. you pull your toes up, pull those toes tendons. Up. His left one is pretty much non-existent, and his right one is very defined and, like, Dying a fucking prominent cable. Huge. Yeah, like, yeah. So and so it'll it'll come back yeah and then it'll off the pop it at one point I'll be like can you toe hold me like literally <laughs> like yeah. and just, like just pop the scar tissue don't worry uh, about me tapping just crank on a little <laughs> sometimes though like uh, when my knees are like feeling weird like a good calf slice kind of opens everything up oh know? man we, my right knee has been um, funky and we did a bunch of um. Like Lachlan Giles entrance, Lachlan Giles sort of entrances into like ankle locks and knee bars mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, at um, in Nogi one day, and man, it fixed my knee right up. See, just <laughs> scared, scared the shit out of my partner. Yeah, and that was like kind of a shitty day for me because I couldn't get it. And I'm like, I should be able to do this, but it served a different function. But it served, totally served a different function because like, like by the end of class, I was like, woo, feels good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's like one of those things, like you might 
not have understood the concept of class or whatever, but doing jujitsu and doing that like helped your knee. Fixed my knee up fixed, real good. You know, man. Just, it helped you. But it's a weird balance in choices. Yeah. Of, it doesn't always have to be negative consequences. We're talking about a movie where every choice ended up being horribly negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Right. <clears throat> but it was a great movie. But then the choices of fairness can be weird like that of, okay, I spent a lifetime destroying my joints. Mm-hmm. But then I switched up modalities and went from striking to grappling. And because it was opposite, it rebalanced my body. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that requires things to sort of be crunched. Yeah. And scar tissue to be torn out. Yeah. And to re... To open it up. To open back up. Yeah. You know, when I popped that rib and I have kind of a shattered rib that was held together by a bunch of scar tissue. And I'd kind of forgotten how broken it was. Yeah. But now it's gone back into a better place. It still hurts, but it's getting better, and everything else is starting to get stronger and better. And I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but that's a choice, and so I made a choice to have all these bad things sort of happen to me in an adventurous life, pursuing whatever it was I was pursuing. Yeah. But then I also made the choice to kind of continue that pursuit in a different direction. And allow that to sort of break me back into place. Yeah. Mm. But then coming but coming back to it, you have dignity and, and accepting that you're like, okay, I did this to myself, now I have to fix myself. That's, that's the, the honor and the death. And it's the, the honor and the death, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the, yeah. And so it's sort of like an honor in my rebirth of being able to accept that I chose it. Mm. You know, and people, like I talk about my injuries and shit and people are like, that's horrible. I'm like. Did no, it? it's not. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I wanted, I wanted this life. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, ah, I fucking signed up for that. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's well. like kind of funny when people, even in jujitsu, like people get pissed off or whatever. It's just kind of like, this is what you signed up for, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Really, this is how like, it is. Like, ah, this hurts. That hurts. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty much all I gotta say about that. Like, <laughs> like that hurts now. That's the end. But like, <laughs> what you don't realize is everybody's. It's not something hurting. Oh, yeah. They just don't talk about it. Fuck yeah. Like, it's not perfect. Even the best guy in the room has something fucked up. Mm-hmm. It probably sucks. A myriad of things. Yeah, a myriad of things that are kind of wrong. And he just kind of trains through it and fixes it. And that's life. Yeah. I like, I'd like to tell that to new parents. Like, yeah. Because infants are overwhelming as fuck. They're uh, helpless, like cute little blobs of awesomeness. Yeah. But... Dude, you've never been more exhausted in your life because you there yeah. have no room for error. Yeah, zero room for error. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was listening to a podcast yeah. and it was like about um, it's com- another comedy podcast, but it's uh, it's like run specifically for moms. Like, oh, nice. she's she just talks about like mom that, hacks. Yeah, I, I gotta stuff. listen to that shit. That'd it's be funny. Super fucking funny. I'll it's, probably I'll love that. It's called uh, <clears throat> it's well the podcast is called where my mom's at but it's under like the your mom's house podcast umbrella and it's like tom segura and oh, christina cool. pajitsky yeah i can't say her last name um but just super goofy shit um but she was kind of mentioning a lot of that stuff like, yeah. in the past couple of weeks and it's, it makes me laugh because like you know when things aren't going to go as planned yeah and when people are like this is not how it's supposed to be that Yes, it actually is. Yeah. This is what you signed up for is just the random shit that's going to happen. And guess what? 
don't fuck up. Yeah. You had, yeah. the baby will die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it right. And they're like, oh. they're, talking, they're talking about like self-care as a mother. And they're like, oh, you should do yoga. And it's like, and they're talking about like stupid articles. They're like, just set aside when? an hour of the day. Like, when? Like, like yeah, I have a fucking hour. Like, when, motherfucker? Like, but then she, they're talking about like, you're doing everything, yet you're doing nothing at mm-hmm. the same time. Uh-huh. Like, and this is, and that's just oh my things. god, I need to listen to this podcast because oh, I talk about yeah. that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, like and, and I don't have children or anything, but like I witnessed it. You're preparing well, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I witnessed it through my sister and like how <clears throat> she's changed up her approach to things. You know, obviously your just, approach changes. Like that joke when Sean was on, when Sean Foster was on, and I was like, add an hour to everything. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. yes, I used to be on time for things. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. and he kind of chronicled as he had more children, how he got later and later. Thank and you. like, he knew I exactly what time. I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and that's, yeah, that's really, just like, that's why I listen to that sort of thing. Because I don't really have that sort of perspective. So I'm, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily like. Well, you're not going to gain it. Like, you can't imagine this. Yeah. yeah. But what you it's are. It, it's interesting to hear. And you're going to gain um, perspective. Mm-hmm. And. Because you're teaching and babysitting as much as you are, yeah, you're gaining a skill set. Yeah, there are baseline skills, just physical application of literally just being able to change a diaper mm-hmm. or knowing how to hold a kid for uh, five hours. Yeah, I've yeah. saved some kids from busting heads on shit just like instinctively, like I'll palm it and catch them and shit. I'm like, know, oh my god! Like I fucking like know like, how. Yeah, you're just like, like Spider Man. Like, yeah, <laughs> but that's like dad instinct, mm-hmm. right? And you've practiced all that. It will make having kids infinitely easier mm-hmm. uh, it's so funny and just you get the reps on the basic stuff that people don't think about yeah and then you don't think about it either and then if you have a child and you're like oh crap i know how to do this oh yeah oh, like, neat. I, <laughs> you just think like the first time i picked up my niece like i was like oh god i, I don't know how to hold this thing like this <laughs> squishy creature stop wiggling yeah stop this wiggling. little creature, creature <laughs> rolled up in a burrito yeah and now then i picked up my nephew i can sling him like, whatever yeah, he's fine you learn kind of like yeah <clears throat> and you get comfortable with it but and that's but then I think martial arts helps with that more so oh, obviously because your reaction time your reaction whatever, time your body control with shits better like yeah. you know like, you feel what lever, you know yeah. what levers are so you yeah. can kind of like just like hold them down by uh, a knee yeah. and just like with a finger <laughs> yeah you know yeah and you can do it without hurting them yeah you know you that you're, like, yeah, you without the fear of hurting them too yeah you just misdirect no. the energy you're just kind of like alright you go hold there like, yeah. <laughs> or you know whatever that helps a lot yeah it's really they're just goofy little little creatures you know mm-hmm. master master grapplers and fighters mm. though man my tacticians nephew's, my nephew's grip on my finger i thought he was gonna break it the other day baby grips are amazing aren't they yeah it's insane oh man i love the baby grip can't they like aren't they able to like hang from that or something oh hell yeah the first but it's usually it's an infant reflex yeah and so i think that's a six month one mm-hmm. um so it goes away but my niece um when she was born um it started out with just she liked to grab my fingers like mm-hmm. from the time she was born I would lift her up and swing her, and a few times I hung her from a coat rack, mm-hmm. from the closet, from the closet bar, like in the closet. I just grab onto it, and she liked to hang. Yeah, and she was a little baby, and she just yeah. I'd be like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but she would just swing. But yeah, monster grips, man. Yeah, baby grip is amazing. But yeah, it's an infant reflex, and it goes away. I think I, I think it's one of the six month ones. Interesting. Yeah. And so it's um yeah that's a thing. Is that some like leftover some mm-hmm. leftover? It's a leftover primate thing. Yeah yeah. Look at um, look at primates from like you got monkeys on their backs. Yeah. And so you see a little that. monkey just hanging on. Right. Like that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. And if the baby's hands are shaped differently, mm-hmm. the lever is different. Yeah. They're smaller, but everything's sort of closer together. Yeah. 
And so like their th- the difference between the length of their thumb and the length of their fingers is much closer. <laughs> and ah, so they have better leverage. Interesting. So they have like monkey leverage. Yeah. Like if you look at um, uh, biceps, the easiest example, <clears throat> the bicep of a chimpanzee mm-hmm. versus bicep of a human. If you look at our attachment, it's right next to our elbow. The, um, on a chimp, it's mid. It's right in the middle. Huh. So they don't have shit for extension. Yeah. But um, I saw a study once a mother chimpanzee sitting down holding her baby. They gave her a rope that was tied to a truck. One hand sitting Dang. down, just didn't even think about it. Yeah. Just, it, it pulling it, complex is insane. Well, because your strength, <laughs> your strength is like it's it because it's the leverage of yeah. where the attachment is. You lose a shit ton of mobility. Sure. But your strength like infinitely increases by like serious magnitudes. Yeah. And so um, little babies, if you look at how they're built, their arms and legs are the same length. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like little bowling balls, but their hands are really weird like that too. And so the leverage is different. And that's why they have this weird ass baby strength. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like I was playing with my niece and she was doing like crazy horse. She was like on my back or something. Mm-hmm. She was kind of just like hanging on. Like the way she dug into like was, it was an insane grip. I was like, holy shit. Like, like she just knew the grips. Yeah. Yeah. So or like, like how the little babies lift up their legs. Yeah. And they can just hold them there yeah. forever. Like, well, like even like ooh, how babies yeah. posture. Like the posture is awesome. phenomenal. Because it has to be. They're going to fall over if it's yeah. not. They don't have any strength. And then like yeah. how they get up. It's the technical get up in Jiu Jitsu. Like it's the same shit. But 100% perfect though because yeah. they can't fuck it up or they'll fall over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it has to be perfect, which is it kind of, yeah, you tie it right back into learn the technique. Yeah. Take the strength away and the technique is right. You kind of like re-learn, relearn your, your infant reflexes. Right? Yeah. But yes. Yeah, Posture back, keep your hands strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a funny genius of it. And I always love, I wish I could have talked to, I'd love to like talk to people that like could have invented like jujitsu. Mm-hmm. He went back and had a conversation with Carl, Carlos Gracie or something. Did he watch babies? Yeah, yeah. Did did Elio watch like little babies and think, dude? Yeah, that makes sense. Because like, I've done that. Like when my daughter was little, um, when she could walk and jump off stuff, I would use her. I would, I would be like, help teach, help me teach landing landing mechanics, buddy. And I have her jump off a box and land. And she jump off, and it's perfect. Yeah. Toes up, heels up. They haven't been back is straight. Programmed with anything else yet? Well, because but yeah, not programmed with anything else. But because once again, when you're a toddler, you can't fuck it up. Or you're gonna fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the technique is just there. You, your balance is there. Nothing's super tight. You're not fucked up or anything. But you just do it. And I'd be like, buddy, come here. She, okay. Yeah, she just do it, and she wouldn't even think about it. And then I'd be like, yeah. Nice. And so consequently, like her posture and her landing mechanics are still really fucking perfect, even though she's 10 now. It's, but like I reinforced that her whole yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I relearned it when I watched her do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, got me thinking about it. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, well, like kids. It's like in my kids' class, like they think. They can like bounce almost. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know what I mean, like they can take a throw that would like kill an adult or almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like like putting an adult it's, down. You're like Jesus Christ! Like, like, but they just slap and bump and take it off. Like, they they learn to fall. Yeah, once they well. learn, once like, they they pick it up quick. Yeah, once that once, happens, it's kind of like they just I like, mean, roll out. And, and almost literally, all you gotta do is tell them, "Don't put your hands down." Yeah, and they're like trusting of it. Like, you you lack a lot of fear as a child. Yeah, and so consequently, you have a lot of trust. If you can which build goes that. back to mentors. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. But it, it's so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can like build that trust early on, like 
mm-hmm. with the techniques and moving and, and whatnot. Like, the, yeah, get them learn, teach them how to trust the technique. Yeah. And then they trust it and they're not doubting it, which you try to teach that shit to an adult. That can be tough. Then sometimes they're too dug in. Yeah, that and hang up somewhere. Or whatever. They got hang ups or I'm a, like fall. You can't fall and not hurt yourself. Yeah. And then like you have to dig in on that. Like it's oh my god, there's an entire more story built around. Well, that's that's the thing. Like the first thing I teach people, like coming through the door is break falling. I'm like, you could walk out the door right now, slip on ice, and use this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's the most important thing you'll ever learn. You know, like, I want like break my parents. 100%. You know, like you mm-hmm. gotta learn how to take that shit because most old people fucking fall, break stuff. Break stuff, then fall, whatever. Like you still yeah. need to like learn to fall. Like, but yeah, it's break falls and, and getting up and getting up. And how like, to, yeah. The next thing I teach them is getting up technically, and like it's just like like you did this when you were a baby. You know, like it's just yeah. a matter. Of you already know how to do it. Reprogramming yeah. your body to do it. Like, yeah. So, what babies are geniuses? Be genius babies. There's a there's a series on Netflix right now about babies. I started watching. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I, I got see it. Like, I scrolled past it. I, I watched a little bit of the first episode, and then um. Then my odyssey of my mom's surgery started, and now Altered Carbon season two is out. So um, I'm yeah. getting, I'll get back to basics. But uh, nice. yeah, you know, sort of reinforce all these cool things I learned, and hopefully a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Just because, like, I mean, on top of being able to like take throws and stuff, like they they can move like fluid. Without, oh yeah, they're without, super fluid. Yeah. Nothing's nothing's tied up. Yeah, nothing's exactly nothing's like tight. They don't have they're not hindered by tons of injuries. <laughs> yeah, yet. hindered by injury. Yeah, and if you can like, it's it's the great um, I don't know the great fantasy of teaching as if I can teach you it now, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah. will you like? What will not happen to you? Right. Oh, you could avoid yeah. all this pain. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that is a funny thing. Like <clears throat> you teach away from your pain. Like you're like, all right, this happened to me. The, how, like, I don't want to have any of you. Not happened yet. No, yeah. It's not happened for any of you. I always, I always tell my students this, and I tell my daughter this. I want you to make new mistakes. New, yeah, yeah. You know, don't make the mistakes I made. I want you to make new mistakes because, like, a lot of people leave it at don't make the mistakes I made, and then then people think they have to be perfect. Right. You're like, no, I want you to make different mistakes. Yeah, just do different, different things. You don't need to make this shit. I'll teach you that. But you're gonna yeah, make yeah. different mistakes. I got this. Learn things. <laughs> yeah. Like you're gonna start out of a higher level. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and that's a, mm. a teaching identity thing too. Like, yeah. yeah, whether you like learn from limited teachers or like, I think that almost can come from like, you know, how like it's my way or the highway kind of thing. Very and much you're so. Like, All right, fuck that. I don't want that to happen. So, like, <laughs> yeah, well, because it's kind of it's one extreme or the other. Either it's a good if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you, or it's uh, I don't want that shit happen to me, and I want it to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of you almost got to meet in the middle. Yeah, that has um, to be something to give. <clears throat> yeah, because sometimes, hey man, proper break fall, I don't, there's, that's pretty much perfected. Yeah. So that's a good enough for me, good enough for you bit. But it's like, well, you know, I did this technique wrong for years and fucked myself up. Yeah. So don't do that. You know, you can, there's, there's your middle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, um, I spent forever at each belt. I wouldn't want that for my students, but at the same time, I want them Sometimes to be seasoned and well enough to, yeah, you know, yeah. to want you know, to be comfortable and confident in that belt, totally. but also not hold them there uh, so long that they're like, uh, "Does he hate me? Like, <laughs> do, do you hate like, me? Do I need to get a new belt?" Do yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Like, 
you know, any, like, that you shouldn't enter into that realm either, I don't think. Well, maybe by choice. Right. That's kind of a realm I've always liked to be in. I've always been forced to advance. Mm-hmm. I was never, I never asked for it. Oh, I was always never asked for it. <laughs> yeah, I never asked. Oh, yeah, no, don't ask for it. But I never thought I should get it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I just, I'm just showing them fucking training. Right. And and then it got to a point where like I was about to get my fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo, and I should have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm at, but I kind of wanted it, and then it all disappeared. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's a fun balance in life. The one belt I ever thought about getting. Now it's gone. And now I'm probably never going to have it. Interesting. That's, see, like, yeah. something like that, it's almost like kind of scary. Because you're like, that's pretty minor where that sort of thing happened. Like, what if that were applied to a much more, like, like grand scale? Yeah, yeah, what does that apply to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, like, on the flip side, I kind of took that mentality and um, used it the other direction. Where I was a white belt for nearly four years. By choice. Yeah. And I fucking gamed the system to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Finally, someone gave it to me surprisingly. Uh-huh. Didn't see that coming. Didn't think about it. Like, didn't think about it at all. And Jake was like, hang on after class. And started talking to me about Kung Fu movies. Which then led to the Donnie Yen connection. And I bought him Flashpoint, which kind of led to all this. Yeah. But he was like, someone's getting a belt today. And I'm like, it's got to be nice. It's not me. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. And that's the funny thing. I'm like, they're like, Mike, come on up. And then you just don't move. They're like, there must be Mike, whatever. Yeah, it's not Mike. Yeah, there's, there's plenty like, of mics. There must be two mics in glasses today. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, that was me. Oh, damn. Like, semi-surreal, yeah. Yeah, which is a really cool experience to have. Mm-hmm. You know, but also still along the lines of um, not chasing belts. But then it's like a surprise. Yeah. Which is neat. You know. That's, I think... The better way to do it, I think. Like, I agree. I think it's, it's more, more fun much. and like just more meaningful and yeah, care caring less about it allows you to care more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it means more. I think on the back end when you don't care as much. Mm-hmm. Oddly, yeah, oddly enough, it means a lot more. It has a lot more because I, I, yeah, like I received belts where there were surprises, and I received belts that were they were like, oh yeah, you're gonna get this, and I was like, oh fine, okay, like All right. so then like, <laughs> that took the wind out of it a little bit. So like. Yeah, yeah I think I'm all about the surprise. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, having taken a million belt tests, right? I can have a, thing, I have a reference point. We don't belt test anymore, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow, darn! It's awesome. <laughs> Good, love it. So, uh, glad you guys got away from it. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first thing done away with almost. <laughs> oh, funny! I was ahead of my time, you know. Hmm. What? Yeah, I think taking that formality out of it and like taking it's just the, weird. Taking it's the studying weird. for a test mentality out of it. Yeah. It's like the flaw in our educational system that yeah. got copied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like why would you do that part of it? Like you why that? Do that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I like that just reinforce the idea of just show up and train. That's what it does. It's like re- it's like I showed up and trained, I was consistent, I did this, this happened. Yeah, and you're yeah. not like memorize this, memorize this, memorize this. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I've reached this accolade, I've reached this mm-hmm. checkpoint, I've reached this, I deserve this. Like, yeah, it, there's the dangerous path. In in Taekwondo there was always this thing with the that no one ever explained. That um it took me a lot of years to figure out because of the way the system was worked out with the belt tests and shit. Of black belt's not a goal. It's like then why the fuck do you have all these tests? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you have requirements for it? It's not a goal. It's just a step. Yeah. And ultimately, it did started out that way. 
oh, that was sort of the leftover saying from how it used to be before you had all the steps and the forms and the belts and shit when everyone just showed up and trained. Yeah. And then it got formalized and you have the sort of the leftover saying of the old days that should apply morally but doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so then you get this weird ass becomes a Buddhist koan of the unanswerable question. Right? Yeah. But it is. It's a 100% answerable question. It's just from a different time. You know? And it took me forever to get that because of the system. And then I got it and the system's gone and I reject the system completely and then I find jujitsu. In your system. Badass. Yeah. That's what I wanted it to be. Which is... Like, why I was so, like, we used to talk about this in the beginning of why I was so, like, latched on to the fantasy of it. Yeah, yeah. Of I kind of studied the, the culture of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu mm -hmm. and I picked out the things I really liked. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to hold on to this fantasy because this is my second chance and yeah. I just want it to be the dream. Yeah, and I was like, uh, do that. You're like, that's cool, man. You embrace your <laughs> fantasy. Like, because <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was just the well, that, that the too. Movie. And also, like, not everyone gets that type of second chance with it. Mm -hmm. like, and that, that's yeah. why I was so tight on it. Yeah. Of uh, that's why I still am. Of uh, it's that's that's how this is gonna work. <laughs> because I realize that I have that, that level of control on it. Yeah. Whereas you don't. You do. Where you don't, you think you have to do what your teacher says. Right. And yeah. you don't. You don't necessarily have to. Yeah. Like, and don't be a dick in class and be like, whoa, yeah. what if you did this? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the overall general journey of it. Smile, nod, do what you did anyway, do what you're going to do anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just do the thing. You yeah. don't have to get the belt set the fast time or the stripes or do the thing or compete. And that's a funny, yeah. like, downside of the social media thing with jujitsu is, like, people put out all these articles, all these things, like, it's pumping into the brain, you know? Like, uh, do you fucking do your thing. It's your yeah. path. It's that's your a, that's a hard thing to figure out, though, if you don't have a... I have a reference point for the path. I've mm -hmm. tried other things. I've yeah, done yeah, other yeah. ways. Yeah. And I've settled yeah. on it. So now I can confidently just go to what the path would have been anyway. Right. And it's hard to just drop in with nothing and be like, well, this is the path. Right. And you can't see it. It's weird. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you did it with, like, a different martial art, so that's cool. I did it with, like, different... Uh, Program different, different, but you got different takes on the same martial art, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was cool. And I got I did that in Taekwondo, I had a lot of different teachers, I had a lot of mm -hmm. different takes. And even if it was still kind of stuck in the same similar format, I got a lot of different takes and ideas and ways of doing it, yeah, yeah, which yeah. helped. That's the thing, like the first half of whatever, like you know, the, the first era, the dark ages, <laughs> the dark ages. <laughs> yes, uh, I learned a lot and like I downloaded a lot of information that I hadn't put to use yet and I was like so busy dealing with other bullshit yeah, you just, like, the use. yeah, yeah so then no when I got yeah yeah I got to the second half I got to the point where I could just like unpack it all and play with it and do my thing with it and now it's turned into it's turned into a something much healthier better more, thing like, yeah, yeah. the first half kind of left a bad taste in my mouth and I was I stuck fucking with it and I was like I'm gonna make this yeah, better. Like, yeah, I know that what this is for me. Like I can make this better. It's so. it's the other end of learning what not to do. Yeah, uh, people a lot of times. Oh, I'm a bad example. I'm what not to do. Some, yeah, and I'm then they never shit with some of that stuff. I'm some rude. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. yeah, but then <laughs> they they rude. never like tell anyone of what to do. Yeah, and sometimes you just gotta figure that out for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have, mm -hmm. and you've kind of got to go to the other side of that, which is cool Be because. And that's 
jujitsu was my vehicle to that because I got a loan. I played by myself yep. and I played with it and I did the same shit, ex, you know, outside of that. And I yeah. expanded my life. But yeah, have, have that time alone. Um, I'll tell you that story about Dr. Carr when uh, snowboarding first hit the Olympics mm. and we took all the medals the U.S. did. Yeah, yeah. And he's, um, he was one of the, like, he was, he taught uh, the, the coaching, like, master's PhD program and I had him just have to have him for a class and he was really cool and he knew John Wooden and he helped USA Soccer develop a system and all this cool stuff he's a good guy but he was harping on it the whole time it's because they were allowed to just get on the half pipe and play no one bugged them they just got out there and they played alone no coaches no one that's why they're so great right yeah And but it's true Mm -hmm. because they they, coaches teach you things and give you a base and you have a place to jump off of Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just gotta go jump off by yourself yeah yeah. And just do your thing and experiment without anyone telling you what to do or correcting you or saying it was anything. Yeah. It was good or bad. This past month, like, we were teaching takedowns and stuff. And I was like, I would, like, touch on three I'd or four little, 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 little things. And I'd just be like, go do it. Go do it. Like, go do Go play. Like, I'm like, I don't care what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Off balance them. Find what you find. Yeah. Where play. does it go? <laughs> yeah. So, but then and, after that, and then we had show and tell. And I was like, all right, show me what you found. What'd you like figure everyone out? Everyone did a thing and stuff, and it was fun. So and that's like, a really cool way of learning. Ooh, we're about done. Yeah, yeah. I gotta we're go out. Teach it private, unfortunately. All right. Well, <clears throat> but we got we got a couple more minutes. So all right. Well, I mean, life is still fair. Yeah. But this is a very. I like the positive. Like, we're a little more. I don't know. Not positive, but a little more complete. Now that you've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't have to be negative. Oh uh, yeah, I think we're the. I think we are the other. The retort to the movie being everyone's yeah. fucking dying. Everyone, we're yeah. like, it's okay, guys. We're still alive. We're still <laughs> yeah. alive. Yeah, you won't fucking die. Yeah. Bad choices won't kill you today, hopefully, unless yeah. you're like terrible, like dumped to heroin or some shit. But like, you yeah. know, yeah, like, that's a bad choice. Um, but then, there, but making good choices has can have good consequences. Mm-hmm. It's not like a good bad. This much bad. Yeah. This much good. Right, right, right. But like, bad choices can come around. Uh, you can destroy your body, but then learn how to fix your body. Mm-hmm. In a very similar modality, and make it positive and better. Yeah, but yeah. But you can also just decide to train the right way. And These then, are the cards you're dealt. What are yeah. you gonna do with them? <laughs> yeah, play your hand. Yeah, but play yeah. your hand strategically and intelligently. Play it the best you can. Like, you can win at anything with whatever hand you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't really. Yeah. That it, it doesn't matter. You don't have to trade it in. You don't need any aces to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. There's, I was just kind of thinking of like different submissions and like just yeah. how like the types of submissions that I used to like and they'll still really like towards what I play now. Oh. Like it's just like so many different little pieces and it's just so, it's so fun. Yeah. Everything sort of informs everything else. Yeah. Which is super, um, super fun. We're obviously interested in the jujitsu headspace all of the time or a lot of the time. Yeah. So I, mean, I apply that a lot and that's been a massive portion of my life and upbringing. So like I apply that. To that a lot yeah well it's your vehicle to figure it out yeah and that's that's i think martial arts in general has been my vehicle to do that mm-hmm. but everyone needs a you need a way in yeah and it's, that's the thing your way in. as i've gotten in it's been grappling the umbrella of grappling mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu has been like my highest rank and like time and whatnot and like accomplishment mm-hmm. wise but like judo wrestling catch sambo like grappling yeah. I've trained and studied and like dug into grappling and grappling is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 we started a podcast because of grappling. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's the way into the philosophy. Yeah. It's rather than memorizing the philosophy, you're creating the situation that 
created the fucking philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Which is tight. Which is very Marcus really is of it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's good. Alright, we're done, man. Cool, let's do it. Have a good week. Yeah. Keep your coffee let's regular, keep your coffee everybody. Coffee regular. Peace in, peace in.